This is the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy, dedicated to helping individuals not only win at work, but more importantly, win at home and in life. Helping individuals define what true success looks like for them and helping them live that success daily, allowing more freedom to passionately love the people and enjoy the things that matter most in their life. Welcome to the Winning at Work and Home podcast with Damon Eddy. Okay, let's go ahead and test the audio, see if this sounds good, see if the volume is up high enough and we can actually hear something. Well, good morning, guys. Happy, happy Monday. I hope you guys had a wonderful, uh, wonderful weekend. It's a good weekend. We had fun. One of the things that we did as a family is we went out and we shot uh, clay. We did some clay shooting, and that is fun as can be. My gosh, I really, really enjoyed that. Didn't do as good as I would have liked to have done, um, <laughs> but that's okay. You know, I beat Mama, and, and we are so competitive at the Eddie household. It's it's funny. Um, everything is a competition, a game, and, and uh, you know, keep score and, and things like that. So I was just really glad that I didn't come in last place, uh, that I was able to uh, have a victory over, over Mama, and, and that felt good, so... Anyways, it's funny too. I have this old gun that my grandmother gave to me. It must have been my great great grandfather. Something that was in the family. It's an old single shot, twelve gauge, uh, Westerfield. Like it was Western Field or something. Some old gun. It's crazy. So I'm out there with a single shot, and you know, it jammed up a few times. Couldn't get the shell out. But anyways, we had a good time. And that was my um, my weekend, and just wonderful, and, and feel blessed to be able to to do that with a family and have a good time and have that facility too. So close Colorado clays is very close to our home and it's just a beautiful, wonderful place. And, uh, so it was cool. All right. Hopefully you had a great weekend. Hopefully, um, you enjoyed it and, uh, good day at church too. Just wonderful. I'm, I'm so bl- glad that our church is uh continuing to meet and continuing to stay open i'm not sure if i should be saying this but either way i don't know that necessarily matters but i just really really it's such a good time such a good opportunity to come together um and 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 feel a little bit of that uh normalcy if that's a word um but it really was good we had a great time um there at church well let's get to it guys we've been talking about the greatest salesman in the world. David, how are you doing? Glad you're watching. The Greatest Salesman in the World by Ogmandino. Just a great little book. And, and like I told you, I love those little books that are short, a little read. If it's too long, I maybe feel overwhelmed. Um, or if you're like me sometimes, I'll start a book and I'll get about two, two-thirds, three-quarters of the way through, and then I'll, I'll kind of skim or scan. Uh, a book, if it's really, really good, will, will, will pull me in, and that's one of these books when it's under 100 pages that, uh, you know, I can go ahead and, and finish that one, plus it's in that story form, which is nice. So it wants, uh, makes you want to keep turning the pages. But um, listen to the previous podcast in regards to, well, I'll do it real quick. Let me just go through this. I want to, I want to in case you're watching for the first time, the scrolls. So in this book with Ogmandino, he talks about uh, there's 10 scrolls, 10 ancient scrolls, and talking about life and, and, uh, and success and different things like that. It's just a wonderful story. Scroll one that we talked about is, I will form good habits and become their slave. 
Scroll two was greet each day with love in your heart. Scroll three was I will persist until I succeed. And scroll four is I am nature's greatest miracle. So I would encourage you to go back, um, listen to the previous podcast, which we talked about the per- the uh, first four, and or just get the book. My gosh, I think you can probably get the book on Amazon for 4 or $5. Um, and it's just a, a wonderful, wonderful investment, a cool little story, a cool little twist in it too uh, at the end, which is really neat. But scroll five. Let's get to this to it because I love these next two. I, I love them all, but I really love these next two. Scroll five is live each day as if it were your last. Live each day as if it were your last. Um, it talks about not wasting a moment, not spending time thinking so much about yesterday, right? Sometimes we do that, the things of the past, the things that maybe um, hurt us or, or maybe some of the, va- the, the past victories or things like that and we're not really in the present. And, and not spending too much time dreaming about tomorrow, right? I think sometimes what happens is, is we get caught up in dreaming um, about the future, right? Or not thinking that positively about the future, right? So we either you're thinking in the past or we're in the future, but we're not really in the present. And, and, and really, um, you know, understanding that today is the time that we have and to feel grateful for having today, to see the opportunity in each day, right? Because when we're not, we're, when we're in the past, when we're in the future, we're not in the present. And sometimes what happens with that is we miss the beauty around us. We miss the things around us. And we miss those opportunities to maybe show God's love to another person. We miss the opportunity to maybe put a smile on someone's face. We miss the opportunities to say a kind word, you know, to our kids. We, we miss the opportunities that are there currently present. And it's so incredibly important that we cherish every single day, every hour. Once gone, guys, it can't be called back. It's not like we can repeat a day. And today is really all that we have. Your days are priceless and cannot be purchased they must be used, and I think it's so important that we understand that. And 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 one of the things that I I feel that I know I need to get better at. I'm not sure if you would need to get better at it. Is is truly being present, and what that means is often you know eyes up, head looking around to the people that are next to you, close to you. You know whatever it may be, your family member. I think sometimes. Or I don't think, I know sometimes we get so caught up in our phones, right? We get so caught up in looking at a screen. And this is especially true now with, you know, everything being so virtual and, and at home working and the kids going to school. I'm not being really present uh, of being in that screen, looking at images, looking at things that are not actually in front of us. They're not the reality of what we are living in. Uh, if you really look at it, I mean, there's, there's times where, you know, there could be a, an amazing thing happening or just, you know, I, I think about it cause you know, I have kids and this driving around, right. Driving to and from wherever it is you're going, not looking out the window, right. <laughs> My kids are looking at their phone. Very rarely are they looking out the window. And when they do, I kind of look in the rearview mirror and I'm like, wow, okay, they're looking out. And I, you know, 
but I think it's so true. I, I think there's, there's, there's beauty around us, all around us, and really looking at people and understanding people. And if you love people, um, and if, if you're curious about people, genuinely curious about people, which I think, I think that's a good trait to have. If, if you're not present in the moment, if you're thinking about, you know, the past, if you're thinking about the future and you're not really focused and looking at that person that may be in front of you, whether that's one of your family members or whether that's simply someone at the grocery store that's checking you out, that's a real person. That's a person that's right there and, and being curious, asking how their day is going, looking in their eyes, right? Maybe putting a smile on their face, maybe saying generally, you know, thank you whatever it may be, that's being present, all those things. And, and, and if we're not present, we're not able to take advantage that of the opportunities that the day provides. We just won't do it. Right. You know, so, so just with the understanding in, in regards to that, of, of that scroll live each day as if it were, were your last, that doesn't mean, you know, if you wanted to jump off a, a bridge or something doing bungee cording or, uh, you know, parachute out or to go around and be all crazy. And, you know, I'm just going to live it up today, whatever the heck that even means, right? What it really means is just to, to be aware of your surroundings, be aware of the people in your surroundings, uh, connect with them, uh, love them, make sure that you're not wasting time, right? That you're going out there and you're you're being productive and you are loving and you are uh, taking advantage of the, the opportunities that the days provide. Because listen, one of the things that is so incredibly precious is, is the time that we have here on this earth. You never know when that's going to be taken away. You never do. You never, never do. And my, my mother died at, I think she was 36, 37, just a beautiful, a beautiful woman, just amazing. Right. Um, and her life was cut short. Her life was cut short and a lot of her life was caught up in addiction. A lot of her life was caught up not really being present with me uh, as an only child. And, and to think that that was all missed, that she could have had more, um, been more present with me, right? That she could have, because um, who would have known, right? Who would have known at, at 35, 36, 37 when she died of cancer that she would never be able to see her son grow up? me grow up, right? Who would, who would have known that, right? She wouldn't have known that. She wasn't thinking that when she was making those choices throughout her day to do the things that she did that weren't always the best, right? She wasn't thinking, well, you know, I got, or she probably was thinking, or maybe not even thinking at all in regards to, well, you know, I got plenty of time. Well, it turns out she didn't have plenty of time. When she got cancer, she died two and a half, three years later. It was a two, two year, three year battle. And then it was done. Then it was over. Um, so, so you never actually know, you never know, you never know when you go to the grocery store, if that's going to be the last time that you see your family, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. And, and that doesn't mean to go around being worried and, and scared or anything like that. But what it does mean is to make sure that you are present every single day and, and you take advantage every day. So, uh, that's enough of that one, but I really like that one. Scroll five, live each day as if it were your last Scroll number six is master your emotions, master your emotions. Gosh, I really love these two. These, these are two, um, you know, being recognizing that your emotions are going to rise and are going to fall that, that you are going to be sad in certain days 
and and really that sadness can be the seed of tomorrow's joy it really can that uh, i love the statement i will make my own weather i create good emotions and bring that mood and emotions to my uh to the people i'm around right i will master my emotions uh, I will take physical effort to change the inward weather. I think that's such an interesting statement that is mentioned in that book, the inward weather of our life. And it, it's so interesting, guys. Um, you know, I was talking to my pastor about it, and, and I, think, I think, you know, so often what we do and what he was talking about, and he, he talked a little bit about it in the sermon and just a conversation we're having, uh, I think, after last Sunday, is that, you know, some people think it's, it's, it's one or the other. You're either sad or you're either happy, right? You're either, you're either, and, and, and it's interesting because I think those two can be intertwined. You really can. You can be sad about a situation. You can be uh, upset or, or just kind of sad, right? But you can also be happy and you can be joyous in giving thanks for what, what you have. It's really interesting. There can be some incredibly hard things going in your life, going on in your life, but that doesn't mean you necessarily have to be sad all the time too. Um, it, it's, it's, it's an inner intertwining of those two things that is really, really interesting. Almost. I, I can't remember if it's in this book, but they talk about the carousel of the emotions throughout the day, right? It can be so up and down and that's okay. That's all right. I think it's when we we don't feel what needs to be felt and we try to numb out in areas or ways or things that are maybe not the healthiest for us, but, but to really understand that there will be ups and downs and to not let us swing us so much, um, one way or the other. And that's what scroll six talks about mastering your emotions. He talks about, you know, when I awake, I focus on gratitude and joy. If I feel down, I will sing, laugh, do or think something happy. If I'm tired, I'll rev up my body with diligent work. Um, I will do these things that will create the desired emotion. So often what we do too, is we, we wait for a certain emotion to, to come, to take, um, hold of us before we begin to do something. And sometimes what we do, we need to do, if we have a negative emotion, we need to take the certain actions that will begin to move us out of that. Um, sometimes we wait for the emotion or the desire to do the things that we feel may pull us out. But one of the things that we need to understand that that emotion may not come. So we need to take action to pull ourselves out of that. I mean, a simple, simple thing might be, you know, one of the things that makes people feel better is just to work out, just to exercise. Right. But if you're feeling down and you're kind of feeling bummed out and, you know, this and that and, and that's probably the last time or, or, or the least time that you feel like actually working out. But you may understand or may know that, okay, I need to get up. I need to do something. I need to get out. I need to take action. Even though I don't feel like it, you know, a walk around the block would be a wonderful, you know, get the body moving, get, get the blood flowing and, and get out and get, get, get feeling a little bit better. Right. And that's, that's okay to do that. Um, I love this. I recognize I'm not always at my best. Some days I will have sadness or despair. I accept those. Don't focus or feed them and focus on the good. You know, again, understanding that some days are not going to work perfect. We talked about this, I think, last uh, a couple podcasts ago. I said, you know, definitely with the way everything is going on now, 
it, it maybe gets heightened a little bit, but when you have kids, when you're in a relationship, when you have uh, an earthly body, right? When you have all these different things, you know, 80, 75%, 85% of the day may not go the way you want it to go. More than likely it won't. It just won't. And that's okay. That's all right. But how do we handle the 75 or the 80 or the 85%? How do we handle that emotionally? And I think that's a big thing, right? It, it's easy to feel joyous. It's easy to be thankful. It's easy to to feel all those good feelings when things are going well. But most of the time in the day, especially if you have kids, there are challenges. So how do you handle your emotions when you're, you're, you, those challenges are just going to come in the day, right? Your kids aren't maybe going to listen. They may hurt your feelings. Uh, a, a coworker um, may not be doing or whatever, something, right? There's something at work, there's something in the marriage or something maybe in your health. It just is what it is. And it's really how we handle the emotions of that uh, and how do, we, how do we move forward, right? And, and, and feeling it, being okay with it. You know, I used to, I used to, I would say not want to feel or not, um, gosh, what's the word? Really try to, I guess, numb away any pain, right? Any things that did not feel good in my life. Um, I didn't want to feel it. I didn't, I'm like, ah, I shouldn't feel this way. Like, why am I feeling this way? Or I just try to avoid it or not think about it. And that, that was really, I don't think, being present with myself. That wasn't being present with thoughts. And that's not the right way, I don't think, to, to it's not the right way to go about it, right? If I think I'm sad or hurt, I'm not being more goal. I need to be more goal-focused or more thankful, blah, 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 all these different things. And that's, that's good. You want to try to pull yourself out of it. You don't want to not, not feel that, right? Um, but it's just one of those things I, I, I think... Too often what we do is we we don't feel the ups and the downs. And the ups and the downs are natural and they're there and it's okay, right? And one of the things that it does when we feel that, it brings us closer to our Savior. It does. You know, if, if I'm always trying to fix um, or not feel the sadness, right, and go to maybe not so good things, Okay, you go to the not so good things, but what if you feel and you go to God and you go to journaling and you go to scripture and you go to prayer time, you go to meditation, you go to these good things to help you begin to pull out of that funk. Those are good habits and those are good things. And you begin to um, master those emotions instead of going to bad things. You go to the good things to help you in mastering those emotions and um, helping you pull out of the funk that you may be in and the sadness to a better place of gratitude and thankfulness. So I, I think it's, uh, I think it's very interesting, uh, to think about and to be the master. And I, you know, one of the things that has helped me in regards to this is, is meditation, which is really just a form of prayer, right? Where we're listening as opposed to, uh, maybe asking, and being able to, to, to breathe and calm things down and really being able to step back from a certain perspective and look at the situation um, and, and really be able to ask yourself, you know, why am I feeling the way that I'm feeling? What's really going on? Or, you know, just to be able to look back so you can control those emotions. You can understand where they may be coming from as opposed to having no idea and reacting, right? So often what people do is they react 
too much. And, and when you can, are able to master your emotions, you're able to step back, look at the situation from a whole perspective, and then, you know, go into that or um, move through that with love and uh, with grace and kindness and, uh, you know, all those, all those things that are incredibly important as opposed to, you know, reacting or the negative things. So uh, appreciate that, David. So that's good for today. That went a little over. I keep it between 15 and 20 minutes. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, Winning at Work and Helm podcast number. I think it's 131. If you like this, if you want to go to iTunes or wherever this is and rate it, I think that helps. Uh, I know it helps. Um, I have, I think, like 11 ratings on there, which are really awesome. Some people said some nice things. So I appreciate if you would take the time to do that and or share this podcast uh, with anybody. I am going to, I'm not sure if I'm going to be podcasting. We are going um, on a trip Wednesday to Wednesday, and I don't know if I'm going to be in a situation or want to be in a situation, right? We talked about being being present. Um, you know what I'm saying? Live each day as if it were uh, your last, and I'm going to be on a family vacation. And if I really, really want to be fully present, I don't know if I'm going to be uh, podcasting. Maybe if I get up early and the kids are still sleeping, I don't know. Uh, or if I'm motivated, I'll probably do a couple of videos cause I like doing the mindset minutes and stuff, but probably going to be a little bit, uh, at least 10 days until I, uh, podcast again. And then we will have to get to, uh, scrolls, what seven and eight and, and continue down our journey. So yeah, family time is going to be important. So anyways, guys, thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Uh, go out there and look in people's eyes, make them feel good, or just, just give them love, just show them love. Uh, make, make a lot of eye contact today. I think eye contact is, is uh, not uh, talked about a mu- as much, right? And especially in, in the way that we're always looking at our screens, I think eye contact um, maybe should be the new cool thing to do, right? Just look at somebody and give them, give them a nice eye contact, maybe a little smile. And, uh, I think that would be incredibly good. So the guys have a wonderful day. Talk to you later. You've been listening to the winning at work and home podcast with Damon Eddy. Be sure you subscribe on iTunes or Google play. Also be sure to follow Damon on Facebook at Damon Eddy, define and design your success or subscribe to the Damon Eddy channel on YouTube. Until next time, know you have a part to play in this world, so be sure to play your part well.